Um, I didn't quite understand or realize the idea of, I think it's called an external solemnity in which you can um, celebrate a solemnity not on its um, particular day. So we know that the solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus was was Friday, but um, in the old, um, in the extraordinary form calendar, you're allowed to do it on Sunday too, which is great. So we get to uh, celebrate this great feast, this great solemnity today. And I think this solemnity is summed up in the fact that we can say God loves with a human heart. Or divine love is expressed with a human heart. God's love is expressed through the love of a human heart. This is quite remarkable because we can look at creation, look at the world, and we can know just from our reason that, okay, God is good. We can do that from reason, just philosophy. God created the world. And we can look at the world and we can say, you know, God cares for us. He loves for us. Look at all the blessings he's given to us just by looking at creation. Um, With the Old Testament, God slowly reveals himself to the world. And we can say, wow, okay, this God kind of picks it up a notch, his love, his care for creation, especially his people, descendants of Abraham, the Israelites. It's only with Jesus that we can actually come to appreciate even more God's love, God's divine love. There's something about when we live in this fallen world, this broken world, that for love to be love, it has to, has to have some skin in the game. It has to be some suffering for it to be true, authentic love. I've been trying to think about this, reflect on it, and it's not totally developed, but we say God is love, and God is a perfect love within the Trinity, right? But, um, and so it's not necessarily this case that we have to say absolutely there needs to be suffering to be loved, because there's no suffering in the Trinity, right? There's no suffering in the most perfect, blessed Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So I preface by saying, in our world, in our existence as humans in our fallen world, for there to be love, though, there has to be suffering. There has to be, have to have some skin in the game. And so God understanding this doesn't just stay outside, doesn't even just reveal himself slowly as he did to the Israelites, but he actually enters into our world, becomes a human man. And undergoes the brokenness of the world and suffers for us. Um, Think of his whole life. You know, born uh, in a a cave or a place in a home meant for animals. Uh, Works hard in his hidden life with his father. Then he begins his public ministry. Um, He works long hours preaching, not having much to eat or drink, uh, faces lots of persecution, adversity, resistance. All that is suffering. That is God showing his love um, for us. You get to the last week of his life and being rejected by his own 
fellow religious men, his Jewish brothers and sisters. Uh, He's tortured. He's crucified, as we hear today. And I think it's important to realize we we see these crucifixes and they always, for propriety's sake, they, they show a nice little cloth around his midsection, but in reality, there was no cloth there. He was totally humiliated, exposed. So all of that is the divine love, the love of God expressed through a human heart, willing to suffer. Willing to suffer for us in that way. So I think we realize that. Um, unfortunately, I heard this story, for example, of these, this high school girl who all it took was like four texts from another boy to get her to send some um, very um, embarrassing photos of herself to him via text, right? Just some, oh, I love you. I think you're cute. Like, that's all it took. Like, that's not love, right? Love is that on the cross. Um, suffering is, in our broken world, we realize that that's what is necessary uh, to show love. But we as humans, we, we're so dense and we have short memories that we forget about the love that God has for us, what he's shown for us in Jesus. And so he needs to remind us. And so in 1673, he appeared to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, a French nun. I got to visit um, where she's buried in Paris, Les Moniel, France, a number of years ago. And this is Jesus wanting to remind us of that great love, that his divine love is expressed through a human heart. We're so dense that we need these reminders, and so it's Jesus saying, Hey, (laughs) consider this love I truly have for you. This is the extent that I'm willing to suffer for you. And it's not, again, just for us to say, oh, thanks, Jesus. Thank you, God. That's great. No, he wants a response from us. He wants a response. He wants us to love him, serve him in return. And so he's so grateful for each and every one of you here that seeks to respond to his love, to serve him, to be faithful, who want to... I'll get a little more into that, wanting, willing to suffer for him. But it truly makes his day when he sees, when God sees his sons and daughters, when Jesus sees his brothers and sisters, willing to suffer, willing to um, love him. Again, think of the time when you had your first crush, and you realized the person you had a crush on actually liked you in return. What that made you feel like. It made your day, right? (laughs) Susie likes me too. Again, most of the world ignores, uh, doesn't care about God's love, rejects it, just has better things to do. And so when he sees his brother, his sons and daughters, when Jesus sees his brothers and sisters wanting to love him in return, he's grateful for that. It makes his day. And so we should realize that. We should realize that delight, that pleasure that it gives to the Lord. 
when we show our love to him in return. But we should be willing, this is the next level, love and response is to accept our crosses, accept our sufferings that come our way out of love for the Lord and that response. There's kind of a daily devotional. It's called Divine Intimacy. And in this, the author reflects that there are, in, there are voluntary penances we can do. You know, acts of penance, asceticisms, and those are great. Those are very important to do. He says what is more significant is accepting the involuntary asceticisms or penances that come our way, the sufferings. That's, that's what we're getting at in true love of the Lord is willing to accept those crosses at suffering for the Lord because that's when true love is shown as God has shown his true love through Jesus. Divine love expressed in a human heart. Cardinal Raymond Burke, in every one of his homilies, I think I mentioned this before here, he always has the phrase, the glorious pierced heart of Jesus. He always references the glorious pierced heart of Jesus. And so uh, relevant and appropriate for us to reflect on that today, this most sacred heart of Jesus, solemnity that God loves with a human heart, all the way to having his very own human heart pierced with a lance and blood and water pouring out. The two great sacraments of the church, water expressing baptism and the blood symbolizing the Eucharist, uh, the, the two great sacraments that make up our, our church. And so may we, as the great devotion goes, seek to console the heart of Jesus um, console him by loving him, console his heart um, by being able to accept our crosses as difficult as they are, realizing that it is, it is through suffering that we show our love to him and he is most grateful and he delights in us and he's pleased with us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.